files, we got news, we got clips, what you really wanna know? Uh, entertaining guests, ain't no telling who you might see. Entertaining guests, like it ain't telling who he might be. You can say anything in your rap if you really heat, like bada boom and bada bada bow and bada bada bean. If you join the show, then you might run a little couple things. Like how I'm trying to make this bar rhyme with positivity. Like how I'm trying to say I'm unselfish with magnanimity. This show might just change somebody's life with the possibility. It's Wednesday night. Welcome to our holiday sandwich episode of Bright Side of the Hump. If you're off work this week, congratulations. But for those of you out there grinding it out, let's get you on that glide to New Year's weekend as we find the bright side of everything. Tonight's show is going to make you feel good. Our guests are Yolanda Wilson and Nick Marsh. Yolanda is one of those irrepressibly positive women uh, that you will most often see represented as her Twitter persona, Mamatron210. And that moniker came about because her son, Nick, is known as Megatron, which is an homage to Calvin Johnson, the Detroit Lions Hall of Fame wide receiver. And if you've seen Nick catch footballs amongst his high school peers, you'll know that that comparison is spot on. First, I want to remind you all to consider putting Crisis Text Line on your holiday gifting list. Go to crisistextline.org and click on Donate. The holidays are going to be stressful for a lot of people. When they're in a moment of crisis, they can text H-O-M-E, that's HOME, to 741741 and be immediately connected to a counselor who can help them manage their emotions and get directed to the mental health resources they need. There are three ways you can help crisistextline.org. Money. Remember, no donation is too small and they'll accept money in just about any way you can get it to them. The second way is you can volunteer and they're going to give you in-depth training to make sure you're equipped to help those people in need. And the third way you can help is by getting the word out so that people in crisis know that someone will be there to help them get out of the moment they're stuck in. So please go to crisistextline.org for all the details on how you can help. We are so fortunate tonight to have two wonderful guests who exemplify the bright side of things. Nick Marsh is one of the best high school wide receivers in the country. And what has always impressed me about him is the way he carries himself around his peers and coaches. He's always got a smile on his face. He's always got a positive vibe. And he always gives his absolute best effort. And after you meet his mom, you realize where he gets that from. Yolanda Wilson is a relentlessly positive person in the face of challenges. And she has spread that positivity to all four of her children. Together, Yolanda and Nick have an apparel line called Get Marshed, available on VIPSportsMerch.com that has great items from t-shirts to hoodies to hats, to beanies, leggings for the ladies, slides for lounging around, super comfortable socks, and even a bomber jacket, amongst other things. I can't even name them all. All come with the Get Marsh logo that is iconic. Without further ado, we welcome Yolanda Wilson and Nick Marsh to Bright Side of the Hump. Thank you for having us. How are you guys doing? 
great to have you both on right here in the middle of the holiday season. So Nick and Yolanda, how old was Nick when college coaches first uh, started coming around wanting to talk to him? Um, so I believe he was about 13 because it was it was still eighth grade. He was going to River Root STEM. His first offer was, I believe, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Great. So what did you think about that, Yolanda, having a eighth grader uh, that grown men are, you know, trying to woo? So, me being of like no knowledge to that part of the football world at such an early stage, I had no idea until it hit Twitter, which I was not familiar with Twitter. So when it hit Twitter and people are calling me like, oh, do you know Nick has a college offer? I'm like, oh, no, Nick is at school. So I, I heard it first. And then I think I might have even called him at school. Yeah. I think I called him at school and was like, you got a college offer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't even, he didn't I even know. didn't know what that was. I, I'm just thinking, I, I had no idea. I just came he was and like, she was like, you got a college, you got a scholarship. I'm just like, well, what's, what's a scholarship? <laughs> In eighth grade, right. At that point, I was just having fun with football. I really wasn't, you know, looking forward to playing. Uh, football in college, you know, it just kind of hit me at one point. So what what was that like for you, Nick, to get that kind of attention when you're 13 years old? It was old? crazy. You know, everybody in my school started to look up to me and, you know, teachers started to expect more from me. So, you know, it was it was a little bit of pressure, but, you know, it was also fun because, you know, that you were that guy in middle school, and, you know, had everyone looking up to you. It was pretty exciting. It's awesome. What about you, Mom? What was that like for oh, you? Oh, I was on cloud nine. I was- <laughs> he's got a college offer like I was so excited like that was a proud a proud super proud mom moment for me so I uh confession Nick knows this but I graduated from Purdue University I'm a big Purdue fan and uh so when my son decided he was going to go to Michigan State I was a little bit you know crushed and then uh you know Nick when I taught uh, and coach one of my favorite kids to be around. And then he decides to go to Michigan state and I'm like, Oh man. So, you know, but now I've kind of come around. I'm like, all right, I got a little bit of Sparty Jack graduated, but, uh, what made you both know that Michigan state was the right place for Nick? Um, I'm going to say first it was, it was the visits. Like when you go there, it's the amount of like realness and love. Like everybody is like literally there for you. And it's like one big family. And he had been on a few visits. That was one thing I hadn't seen or really felt. Yeah. And it was his his last what was the last the, the last visit, last visit in this uh, I think July. it was July yeah. that really like sealed the deal for him. And I'll let him take that part because I know what it was like. I got the call. Yeah, so throughout the uh, recruiting process, you know, uh, us recruits, we go to the school that shows the most love. So, you know, Michigan State was always that top school, you know, that was just kept coming at me, kept coming at me. And, you know, they were showing the most interest and love. So, you know, I kept taking those visits up to uh, Michigan State, you know, building that connection with Coach Hawkins, uh, Coach Tuck. And, you know, some of the other staff, and you know, that relationship kept getting better and I felt more comfortable being up there. So, you know, just keep having those talks and building those relationships, you know, it became at the point where I knew this is where I wanted to be. And you got to tell about the phone call. Yeah, the phone call. I was, I was, I was scared. Uh, I'm like, man, this is this is definitely the school I want to be at. And I was like, but 
I had to talk to my mom first, you know. So I, I tell coach, you know, let me step out real quick. I gave it, uh, gave a phone call to my mom, and you know, I'm like, mom, this is this is it. I'm ready, you know. I believe this is where I want to be. You know, I feel like they're gonna treat me like family. You know, uh, we didn't build pretty good relationships, and you know, she was like, if that's where your heart is, then that's where we're going. And, you know, uh, a few seconds later, you know, I go back in the room and I tell coach, you know, coach, I'm ready to commit. I'm ready. You know, this is school I want to be, this is the place I want to be, and, you know, it was very exciting. Michigan State is just, you know, where it's at, you know? Yeah, I got to tell you, in my son's apartment with, you know, his two other roommates, obviously, at Michigan State, they have a huge sign on the wall that says, Tuck, <laughs> you know, right? So, like, he's, it's a good vibe there right now. I got to admit, I, you know, I can't hate. I got to admit it. Even though, if you'll notice, my my Get Mars shirt is black and gold. <laughs> Purdue University, but you know, I'll admit, Tuck, he's got a good thing going there, and it's obviously getting you to go there is huge. They're gonna, they're gonna be glad they did. Nick, I'm gonna get a little bit uh, sentimental here, but tell me what your mom means to you. Uh, you know, my mom means everything. You know, uh, growing up, it was a bit of a struggle, and you know, she always held me down, kept me humble, and just, just coming up with her, you know, and only her because she was. Uh, Growing up with uh, without my father, and you know, just just her being there was a big part of a uh, big part of my success. And, you know, even though I'm not at the top top, you know, she's still being a, a part of my success. And you know, uh, she pushed me through adversity. You know, she kept me humble, stayed You know, I really appreciate her. That's what kind of example does she set for you? Uh, she's very independent. You know, she she uh. She does a lot of things by herself, so uh, just watching her, how determined she is when she works and gets stuff done, you know, it, it, it's no excuse for me. So, you know, just following her footsteps and knowing that I got to, you know, push harder and, you know, uh, nobody's going to give it to you unless you take it. So, you know, that's that's one of her models. And, you know, I've just been following that. Yolanda, that's got to make you proud and, you know, wipe the tears away just a minute. <laughs> we'll let you get your composure. I'm <laughs> doing yeah. Uh, if you get Yolanda, tell me a little bit about how your life has kind of built the way you parent. Y'all got time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We got as much time as you need. Oh man. Um, from the, from the very beginning is never been easy, but the one thing that has built who I am and the character that I am is never be a victim. If you if you become the victim, you know, you're going to let anything happen. But if you always the underdog that's going to come out on top, regardless of what people say, what people do, anything that you go through. So that that was my mentality. And I think with my children, that plays a big role because, you know, a lot of people had things to say. I was a young mother. I was a mother at 15. I had all four children by the time I was 21. And you know how many people, oh, you're not going to make it. Oh, young parents can't this and I just I, I changed the game basically because it's not about how old you are it's about the mentality that you set I have four children none of them are running the streets nobody's bringing me early grandkids like it's about the format that you set and I think that really played a major part and I'm I'm hard is Nick will tell you it's, it's, it's tough love but at the same time I'm there every step of the way so they'll always have me. 1% better every day. Yeah. Nick, <clears throat> I'm going to switch. We'll switch gears a little bit from the, you know, 
now that everybody, you know, they can wipe away their tears <laughs> just a little bit, get into something that's one of my favorite things about you. When the weather's nice, tell everybody what, what's your favorite hobby. Okay, so I do a little bit of hooping, a little bit of running, but mainly I go fishing. I get down with the fishing. It's, it's, it's crazy. I just, any day, any day that it's warm, I'm out there with my fishing pole, you know, I, if I ain't got no music, no nothing, I'm out there with sweet sound of nature, you know, just vibing. Beautiful. What's your favorite kind of fish to catch? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. It may not be the best fish, but they always put up a fight. I like I like catching sheephead. I was gonna they, say, don't say they, sheephead. I, they're not the best. Yeah. They're not. They're not. No. I always right. put up a fight, which is fun. You know, it's yeah. always fun fight with them. I got a couple of pictures of me uh, catching this big. Like yes, yeah, and, and he's so proud of this fish. But everybody like Nick, that's the shit. Yeah, I'm like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Fish, that's what it is. It's a fish. That's and it was big and it was flat. So when it came up to your boat, it it fought against you, Nick. I hundred percent. One time, I took my kayak down and I was fishing. And I brought. I grew up in Indiana, so I didn't know what a sheephead was. So I bring in this fish, and it's huge. And, you know, I got some nice bass in there, but I got this big sheep head and I'm telling all my buddies like, oh, man, this is going to be good. And they're like, what are you going to do with it? So I'm going to eat it. And they're like, oh, my Lord, the bones through everything. You can't eat like and it doesn't taste that good, but it's fun to catch. Definitely fun to catch. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to going kayak fish. I'm only going to the water. It's a good time. It takes some skill and balance and all that, but you'd love it. How'd you get started fishing? Um, so my grandmother, you know, she used to take us up to uh, Lakewood, and you know, we used to go fishing. We had sticks and strings. You know, we didn't really have <laughs> fishing poles and all the materials, so we made it do what it do. And, you know, I I grew a liking to it. Um, you know, once I finally got the material and uh, equipment I needed, I got pretty good at it. And, you know, awesome. any given day, like in the summer, like if you don't see Nick, he he has his. We got him a tackle box. He got his chair. He's either on the bike or he's going to walk down and he'll stay there. And the, it, it can rain, whatever. He's down yeah, there. Yeah, she fishing. had to pick me up from, uh, from uh, what's it called? Uh, what is that? What is that? Great Lakes. I think Great Lakes. Great Lakes. And it was storming and I was out there. And she was like, Nick, come on, it's time to go home. <laughs> I'm like, I catch some more fish. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That one time you sent me that picture of you and Boosh went fishing and, oh. uh, you know. Came back and cooked. It was, it was so good. We had like a little it was amazing. Yeah, they yeah. And, like literally clean. He was showing Boosh how to like cut the fish open, clean them, and they literally like filleted them in the kitchen and like cooked them and ate them. I was like, amazing. I'm scared of y'all. Amazing. Right. Shout out to Boosh. Boosh. Yeah. All right. So I've purchased three different versions of Get Marsh Gear. I, I jumped on it early. <laughs> then I got. I got the one I got on, and then now I'm in the VIP sports merch marketing. I got a couple different rounds of those. Tell me about starting Get Marshed. Um, so starting Get Marshed, uh, I had ran a comeback route, and the dude tried to jump it, and I jumped over his head. And our photographer, one of my former uh, former teammates, dad, you know, he got a picture of it. Sprizzle, you know, shout out to Charlie yes, Sprizzle. Shout out Sprizzles and. He uh, put a caption up under the post, and he said, get March. And, you know, that's how it all started. So yeah, it was like a hashtag. He gave my mom the uh, the idea, and she kind of just took it to a whole nother level. Yeah, and so that picture was in Detroit Free Press, and Scrizz was like, that's for you. So I'm just up one night, and I always create stuff, but I always create stuff for everybody else. 
And I looked at that picture and I'm like, man, I was looking at, you know, the hashtag March. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, Nick looked like an H, the way he posing. Yeah. And so I cropped that out and I'm like, okay, this could be a logo. I put it together that night and I was like, oh, I might be on to something. But I wasn't sure. So I sent it around to a few folks and they're like, do you know that you are a genius? I'm like, what do you mean? I did not know that that's when uh, they had just yeah, approved started, started NIL. Yeah. So right. it was like everything was meant to be, yeah, you know. Plates. As like you got one of the first shirts, so the reason it was a hard startup because that was everything at home. Yeah. So I literally ordered a print press, yeah. like watch YouTube on how to do it. So y'all got like an original, original shirt yeah. of me in here, like learning how to use vinyl. That's right. Yeah, it was it was it was a startup, but I I think I think Scrizz for that picture because that was the jump start. Um, my good friend Takesha, she know how to do like designing and a cricket machine. She got me all set up, and that's literally like it started right here in the living room. Uh, we went through like three presses, <laughs> vinyl all the time, and and people were supporting like supporting. So it just it blew up and. Uh, it, it had its ups and downs because we were really not sure, like, okay, we don't want to be, uh, you know, going against any regulations right. and stuff like that. Right. So we we played it smart, and it's still around. We we coming back strong. Definitely. Yeah. We coming back strong, so yeah. Get some more gear up there. Everybody go get marched. <laughs> Absolutely. You got to get marched. We'll get uh, – in it, I, earlier I mentioned it, and I'll mention it again when I close it out about how they can get there on VIP Sports Merch. Yeah, uh, that's where to get your Get Marsh gear. But if you Google Get Marsh, you're going to come up with exactly where you need to be, yes. and it's great gear, every bit of it. Thank you. The, you. you know, I didn't even know that. That's crazy. <laughs> it's good. The logo, like I, you know. The socks. I just got a beanie. I think it's on its way to I me. I just it. got a beanie with the I, yeah. Some stuff in there too. I got um, I got me some uh, some hoodies and some socks. So I'm moving. Very nice. Yeah. Comfy socks, bomber jacket, you name it. What are uh, what what have you found to be the biggest challenges in having a small business like that? I think you kind of already hit on it, but run it back for me. Um, real quick. I'm gonna say because. You know, just like, say, for instance, Nike, nobody has a problem with buying Nike. They're not going to question paying for a $30 jacket from Nike or a $60 hat from Nike because it's Nike. And so people are like, oh, well, we'll buy it, but that's too much or this, this and that. He, I told him, and he was like, Mom, like, what if people don't buy it because it's priced at this or it's priced at that? And I said, if you're coming out the door and you already have that value to yourself, they're they're going to get it either way. But don't decrease your value because of what other people think. Because eventually, yeah. later down the line, when it when it skyrockets, it is is either way. So don't create yeah. your value, you know, because of what somebody else think or what they feel. Because people purchase Nike and they've never. Yeah. The face of Nike. Right. This is the yeah. March. You bet. I feel like when the when the touchdowns start happening in East Lansing, you might have a couple customers. Oh, yeah. I'm for just sure. guessing. For sure. For sure. We shift back into athlete mode. Nick, what are the challenges of being a high high level athlete in 2022? Um, really, it's all the attention, Mike. Uh, Having everybody knowing that you're really good, you know, you're going to a good college and 
So just knowing that you're a great player and a great student athlete, uh, you get the, you might get the big head. But, you know, uh, you gotta have somebody there to keep you humble. Which, which, uh, uh, but it's just all the attention coming in at once. You know, it could be a bit of a, a bit of pressure. And then you got high expectations from everybody. So just trying to please everyone and make everyone happy can be a bit rough. But, you know, as long as you keep your head down, keep grinding and, you know, staying humble throughout the process, you know, it could be pretty easy. I will say this, having been around you a lot as a student and an athlete, like that's the way that you've been consistent in that and you don't pay it lip service. Uh, That's what I appreciate. Uh, watching you and that comes from mom there's no doubt about that but you know but you always are saying you know like got to keep working got to keep working at yeah. it um how much time do you have to spend on sports i mean basketball football track <laughs> uh, i feel like it's never ending i feel like uh, always in cycle of basketball football track like throughout like so every day i at least spend like at least six hours of, of working out and then, you know, come back home. I got school though. So first school, we got what, seven, eight hours and then practice, which is another three hours. And then another workout after that, which is another two hours. So just doing that every day, trying to get better. Um, yeah. Even that mindset is pretty good because, you know, you never know when somebody's out working you. and, you know, everybody's putting their work individually. So you just got to keep working and, you know, Persistent is consistent. So, you know, just just staying consistent and, you know, being good at it, you know. I love that. Persistent is consistent. I love it. Man, that personifies you. Yolanda, what are the challenges of parenting a high-level athlete in 2022? How much money did it cost (laughs) to get Nick all the gear and transportation and food, right? (gasps) So you would probably already think we bajillionaires because that's how much I feel like it's to get them there. So I will say this, though. I got to give Nick credit because over time he has built a rapport and a reputation that has got him some of these things or he's earned. Yeah. But if we want to go back to 75 and Mac with Little League, OMG, like it was hard because, you know, um, I worked day shift and then I worked midnights in a nursing home but I would literally sit in a parking lot and like go to sleep and wait for Nick to be done with practice then drop him off go to work and then say for instance like their games were on Saturdays well I would get off at seven in the morning and sometimes it would be where I didn't have a car so if we're on the east side and the game is on the west side I want my baby to see me as soon as he hit that field I remember one time, Coach, I caught the bus, three buses in the rain to the west side. Oh, my goodness. Just so when he hit the field, like, I was the first person he saw. He had no idea I was drenched, like, (laughs) into the game when he came to hug me. And I'm like, yeah, all right. And it was just entirely for that game. And they get back on buses. So, me, I'm back on my three buses back to the east side. But that meant so much to him, and that meant so much to me. It, it didn't matter, but it's a, it's a ease up a whole lot of my pockets because uh the yeah. the cleats his feet he was already eleven and a third oh oh my god I'm like yeah you better throw harder catch harder because <laughs> yeah 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 at, at, at a size eleven at nine years old so 
Oh man. Yeah, over time it's been easy, but I will say this. I'm if he says, Oh my, I need to go to Dick Sporting Goods for some gloves, don't take the bait. Cause you get there, <laughs> yeah. he has no money and the gloves are like three thousand dollars. So this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the new thing I'm learning now. So if he say he wants to go to Dick's, I'm like, Yeah, what what you need? Right. We'll get in there and we'll come out with like 18 pair of gloves for like three grand. And I see one pair, which is the Michigan State gloves that he had. Yeah. <laughs> so like it was one game. I ended up ripping my gloves. I was so mad. Fresh pair, Michigan State gloves, my favorite pair. And I tripped and ripped my glove right open. Heartbroken. Oh, Brutal. That's the worst thing to do, though, is to get your gloves ripped open. That's heartbreak. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that just means another trip to Dick's, right, Yolanda? <laughs> Easy peasy. It grows on trees. <laughs> Only wear your favorite pair when you need to. You never know when they, they might give out on you. <laughs> That's a fair point. That is a great strategy. So, Yolanda, Nick has three sisters. Uh, can you talk a little bit about them? Yes, um... He is actually second born. So he has his oldest sister, which is my 18 year old. Um, she graduated from River Rouge uh, this past year. <sighs> Hallelujah. Um, <Yeah. laughs> she's she's the, the second mom. So like, if I'm not around, that's like second in, in command. And, um, I'm very, very proud of her. She's doing her big girl thing, finding her way in the world. And that that's his partner in crime. Um, we have Amari, my 14-year-old. That is his arch nemesis, but she loves him so much. Like, this, <laughs> this is the sister that just give him drama for no reason, but she loves her big brother. Yeah, their relationship is hilarious. And then the baby girl, uh, Jameer, she's 13, and that's like his long-lost twin brother that he never had. Like, homegirl, that's who uh, she follows her brother, like, literally. That's that's her that's her guy. They were in here last night yeah, in two probably. different rooms playing the PS five and PS four, like going neck and neck. So I'm listening to them holler back and forth through the house. But um his sisters uh are are his everything and they love their brother. They don't take it easy on him just like I don't. Yeah. That's all right, Nick. What's it like living in a house with three sisters and a mom? So recently, uh, two of my sisters moved out. But before that, it was crazy. Like, it was crazy. It's, it's, it's four against one. It's me and my <laughs> I felt like I was playing playing 21 and I had 19. And they all just coming for me. Every time. But uh, it was pretty great because, you know, I had support. And I know they were always going to be there for me. Uh but the stressful part was literally them always being on my head and me being the only boy. Uh, it was a little bit hard growing, out, uh, growing up without a brother. But, you know, I always had my baby sister. You know, she was always like a tomboy. You know, we used to play football together, basketball, play the video games. So it wasn't it wasn't as bad as, you know, you would think. So, you know, i say it was pretty, pretty good having them around. That's great. When you face double teams in college, you're going to be able to say, man, that's nothing like <laughs> – Having four on one in my own house. Four on one, yeah. That's, that's. <laughs> that's great. Uh, and do they, I think you already alluded to it, but do they give Nick the star treatment or no? Nobody in this house does. It's, Wait, I, time out. Don't say, don't say nothing out of hand. I, I won't say she the don't, name. Don't say my nickname. But say the household name. I can't, he said, I can't say the household <laughs> name that we give him. But when he's here... He's that. He's yeah. Nick Marsh on the outside, but on the inside, 
Hey, Nick, I got to tell you, she shared it with me, but I'm sworn to secrecy. I will not say it. I wouldn't do that to you. I would not do that to you. Oh, my God. There's no way. I know. I know. I'm not saying it. I will not. I would not do that to you. <laughs> Nick, are you more likely to focus on the present or think about the future? Uh, for me, I always think about the future. It's always the next step. You know, one uh, percent better every day, like I uh, said previously. But um, yeah, I always think about the future because you you got to be prepared mentally uh, for what's next. And, you know, the more you prepare yourself, the uh, the more you're ready. The five P's. Proper preparation. Preparation. Prevents poor performance. There you go. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Yeah. So you know, if you prepare yourself, you know beforehand, you can always be ready for what's the task at hand. So, always thinking about the next step. You know, we got a big basketball game tomorrow. I'm thinking about me. You know, getting rebounds, outlaying the ball, and you know, just always thinking about the next thing. You know, that's how I prepare myself before football games, before any big event coming up. You know, big tests. You know. I'm, I'm thinking about acing that test, about this question. You know, I always keep it in my head and I always think about the uh, the future. You had a great game earlier this year, that first game of the year, 28 points, got player of the game, uh, put up 20 a couple other times. Shot looks a lot better than when I when I first met you. What I do, I gave you a ball in class, yeah. right, and said to just keep it. Yeah. I remember that. Shout out to Coach. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, but he's worked at it, man. You made, I think you made all your free throws until the last one, yeah, that first game of the year, too. I literally could have had 30. I had 28, and what happened was uh, I got one rebound, and I jammed my pinky, and it was killing me the whole rest of the game. And when I got to the free throw line, my pinky was just not giving me. Dang, pinky. I got mama mentality. I could have I knocked him down. should have just, like, showed my pinky out <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yolanda, what are you most proud of about Nick? Um, I am most proud just overall that he is my baby. Like, um, because so many people don't know the from the beginning. Like, it wasn't it wasn't easy. Like, he really has worked hard to get where he is at, and I know it's not easy through everything we've been through. We didn't have ups, we didn't have downs, but through all of that, Nick's determination is like no other. So to see him constantly exceeding past what whatever I thought it could be or whatever I wanted for him, that that alone is proud for him to still be a three point five six seven student and not in trouble, not in the streets, just stay to himself and he's a leader he's never been a follower in this day and age 2022 to have a 16 year old with they know it's clean doing what they're supposed to do still minding me and excelling in sports like that's the ingredients for a perfect kid and i and i yeah so not only am i proud but i, I truly believe blessed nick like people don't know my my baby is truly a blessing a hundred percent I'll chime in a little bit. I always tell him that the thing I enjoy the most watching him, uh, you know, he's a great player and uh, works harder than just about anybody else on the floor. That's not always the case with the person who is as talented as Nick is, but he does. But the thing that he does, I think that's most impressive to me is that he's a really good teammate, really good to the other guys on the team. 
all the way up and down the line. He keeps everybody pumped up, ready to go. And uh, he doesn't big time his teammates. And I think that's, he doesn't big time the other kids in school. Uh, you know, he, he's just a, a good guy. That's not easy to do in 2022, at uh, 16 years old with all that attention. At, at that point, you yeah. got to remember where you come from, you know, how you got there. That's a yeah. constant reminder. Yeah, right? constant reminder. You, know, you just got to remember who pushed you. you know. I'm going to add on to that. Uh, it's a lot of sacrifice that come with it, you know, mm-hmm. spending time with your family. You know, you put hard working hours in the gym. Like when I was young, I missed out a lot of memories, you know, with my family just because I was putting in that work, you know, trying to get better, you know, trying out new things, you know, opening up, opening up my, my skill set, you know, to everything else, running track, playing basketball and sacrificing that time to, you know, put in that work and not be with my family was pretty Pretty rough. It, it did. But, it you did. know, it, it, it gave you, totally. me a, a, a better outcome, a, a, a great Yeah. You know, they were always, even though I wasn't always with them, they always supported me in what I do. So, you know, I, I feel like that's a big part of my success. Yeah, people, you play in the off-season. Is it seven-on-seven seven tournaments? Is that what? Yeah. Yeah, so what people don't know, a lot of people listening might not know this, but these seven-on-seven tournaments are all over Hell's Creation. So they're, uh, you know, like what I would remember is, you know, Nick, like, uh, would be leaving Friday afternoon and coming back Sunday or Monday night, you know, in Indianapolis, in Cleveland, in wherever. Uh, That's a tremendous commitment. And like you said, a lot of time away from your family because everybody can't go to all those. Yeah. I think so. To be honest with you, I see got a seven on seven in a couple hours. If I'm not mistaken, I think- going to uh, Ford Field with us. Okay, uh, put some work in with some guys from the uh, Midwest. Got some big recruits coming up there. So my goodness, crazy, right? It's crazy, right? Top, right. A normal kid, so he still has chores. Yeah, homework. Oh, them chores. <laughs> Nick, do you ever try to use it to get out of chores? You got to be on. You got to every once in a while try to be like. I'll be like, look, I'm tired after practice. I can't do it today. I need a break. And what's my response? She was like, so I need a break too. Go clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. I got last question for each one of you. Uh, whoever wants to go first can go first. But who is the person you look up to most and why? I'll let you go first. To be honest, I can't give you uh, a specific person. Because, you know, I look up to a lot of people and it's not one person that stand out from, you know, another, you know, they all gave me a piece of advice and impact my life. So if anything, I would say my mom, because, you know, uh, being up under her, you know, she showed me how to grind continuously and be independent. So I look up to my mom the most, you know, her being a single parent, you know, just the way she thrives and puts her determination you know, and push me, you know, to be better and make Make everything better here. Wipe your tears away, and then you tell me who's your person that you look up to the most and why. Um, oh, it's so many people that I have looked up to. Um, a few of them are no longer with us, but I'm I'm gonna have to say, and it's not in a selfish way, but I'm gonna say myself because from being a young girl and a young mother to the woman that I have become now, um. It's a it's a tremendous change and just to to have all my kids growing with me. 
and especially my eight who has been there through the whole transition from me as a young mother to the mother that I am now. My children have made me into the woman that I am. So it's I, I look up to them too because they have molded me into this hungry person that just don't stop, won't stop, can't stop. And no, no matter what, I do that to show them that, you know, can nobody put a cap on you? Nobody can can say, you know what, you signed sealed and it and it's over. It's, it's never too late. And I think that's one of the things that keep me going is because that's where he's getting, where he's going, because there's no limit. No nobody can put a limitation on, on your greatness. So that's what I'm saying. That's amazing. Well, it's been awesome having both of you on here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I thank you for having us on here because a lot of people don't don't really know much. I, I always tell Nick, like, if, if they Google you and they don't see your face, you probably wouldn't even recognize him because he is not that showboating type of guy. He's not that he's no. person. So. I, just, I realized something, though, that you got to put yourself out there first. Yeah. If you really want that attention, you got to put yourself out there. Or so. for people. Yeah. Your story and inspire other yeah, people. Right. That's one so, of the main things he really wants to do. So I'm gonna be a little people. bit more active on that. You know, trying to put my face yeah. out there. You know, yeah, word a little bit. You know, let them know about me. Yeah, because I tell them, you never know. Your story can inspire so many people who may feel like they can't do it or they can't right. acquire to this or that. And just to let people know to never give up. Even me, like that's one thing I want to do. Reach out to young mothers and single mothers. Yeah. Oh, like no, no. Put a cap on you. You can do whatever it is. You can raise your children. You can, you can do all of that. You can raise productive members of society. Just keep pushing and keep that determination. Yeah. Amazing message, Nick. It's almost like if you had one of your teachers suggest to you that you should keep a journal about all of your experiences and then share them to the world. Do you know any teachers like that? Do you know anybody? Oh, that's so funny you just said that. So that's what I just bought Nick. Yeah, for she Christmas. Another, I got another drum. Yep. All right. Um, I think I'm going to start a YouTube channel. You guys go follow me at uh, Nick Marsh underscore 11. You know, we going to have we'll a couple of story something. times, got some fishing. That's it. You know, we just going gonna to do a little uh, lifetime vlog. So, you know. That'd be dope. Yeah, I'm going to that's perfect. Absolutely. I'll be I'll be your first subscriber. Got you. Got you. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And then you got to have, you know, then, uh, Yolanda, you got to have a Mamatron. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, branch out. I, I got to shout out Michigan State, first and foremost, because they are awesome. It's one big family over there. Yeah. And uh, the, the fans and everybody in the alumni who love Michigan State, they love some Mamatron. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel so good. I'm like, y'all know me. I um, I ran into somebody at uh Somerset Mall, and they knew who I was, and I was just like, this is so funny. I called Nick like, you and somebody knew who I was. I was like, yeah, this is so good. funny. That's awesome. You deserve oh, yeah. it. You're uh, you know, like she's on. Yes. Mama Tron, Mama underscore Tron two one zero on Twitter is one of your better follows on Twitter because it's relentlessly positive. Yeah. You know, if I can look past all the MSU crap, right? Like, no, I'm just <laughs> I can't help but take digs at my Sparties. But you know, I'm going to end up Nick. The 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 worst part about all this, I'm going to end up having to be a Michigan State fan when all is yeah. said and done, and you get up there. Wait. I'm gonna end up having to root for Michigan State. Oh. Play, play uh, Michigan State. You gotta put half half on. 
Okay. All right. All right. I can do that. I can split it up. But thank you both for being here. Uh, it's awesome. Great talking to you. Got to have you back at some point. You know, we'll keep, yeah. we can get your YouTube all set up. We'll have you back so you can, you know, promo that. For gotcha. sure. Definitely. Get, get marked and go, go green. green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying go white. <laughs> you, won't, you won't get me on that. <laughs> but get marked. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right, y'all take care and have a happy new year. Thank right, you, Coach. You too. too. Thank you. We want to remind you, you can get all of your Marsh gear at VIPSportsMerch.com. They are generously offering our Bright Side of the Hump listeners 20% off right now if you use the code Mary, M-E-R-R-Y, at checkout. And you can click the link in the description to go directly to the VIPSportsMerch.com site Get all of your Marsh gear now. If you can't root for Nick Marsh and Yolanda Wilson, then I don't know what to tell you. By the way, Nick's going to be playing football on your television for the next couple decades, so you better get used to that name. And I bet that Yolanda is going to find a forum to tell her story and make a big impact on the world, too. They both exemplify what Bright Side of the Hump is all about. So I want to thank both of them for sharing with us. And I want to thank all of you. And I want to wish all of you a wonderful rest of the holiday season. And see you next year. If you dig it, do it. And if you really dig it, do it twice. (laughs)